Welcome to the Tool 95 Podcast 2012 with Goldie. Today's topic is the Roland TriCapture UA33. Now, first of all, this is a USB audio interface, which allows users to capture audio to their computer from an analog device, such as like a microphone or their iPod, well, through the audio, like the headphone jack, and their guitar, if they play guitar or something like that. So yeah, it's in which I speak of, those are three different things. And that's what, from the name, is TriCapture. So, it has three inputs. The first one is the microphone port. Now, this input allows you to plug in your microphone through an XLR interface jack. And saying this, it also supports condenser microphones, which means there is a phantom power button, 48 volts. So you can connect up your condenser microphones like I have here and I'm speaking into. <laughs> I'm actually recording on the device itself. And as you heard to start with, my iPhone was plugged into the auxiliary jack, which is input number three. Okay, now that is two of the inputs I've been using today. The second input is the guitar jack. Now there's something a bit different about the guitar jack as it, besides having the dial for the volume control, it has the high Z button, which actually means kind of to increase the gain. So if you plug a guitar in, you've got to press that button. If it's just something else that's pretty much powered device or something, you don't need to press that. It will just make it extremely loud unnecessarily. Now, this device has a couple LED indicators on it. So first of all, each of the input panels have signal and peak indicators. The signal is pretty much just meaning if it lights up when there's a signal received, otherwise it just does a flat line and doesn't send anything to the recorder or the headset or whatever, because there is also a headphone jack at the back. Then there's the peak one, which, as you can see on most mixes, this is on there to tell you that the volume is exceedingly high and will clip the sound. So when it clips, you'll get a bit of a distortion, which on digital recorders, it's not the best thing to get. So you got to try and avoid that. And then it goes red on the peak thing. Okay, now this device has recording modes. So there is a button for this next to the input 3 auxiliary. So next to these, there is the mic slash guitar. Then the next record mode is all inputs. The final one is loop back. Okay, now loop back means it will also record what the computer sends to it. Now, one of the main features of this device is on the back of it. It has um, the frequency choices. So in order to send the through the USB, you must select frequency. By default, it's set to 44.1 kilohertz. 
but that isn't the only one there like most devices that you see for home it actually has 44.1 kilohertz and 48 kilohertz and 96 kilohertz now just saying that well only two of them support full duplex on the ASIO mode on the computer so saying that again the 96 kilohertz however is only a record or play mode so you can only select one or the other you can't do both at the same time which is a little bit of a problem but if you just turn off the device and then like change it to play you will be able to hear it, what you've recorded on the computer you can't do it immediately now after seeing that that is on the back it's a little tiny switch that you probably can't change with your finger but you can with a little screwdriver or a compass or a needle or something kinda like the ones you would find on a robotic device okay moving on the buttons next to these record modes on the top of the device is output mute and input monitor now these are both to do with outputting from the jacks on the back of it which the jacks on the back of it are left right outputs just a normal TRS jack and phones jack so that will probably mute those ones but it will not mute the computer signal under that is input monitor you can turn that off and the headphones you won't be able to hear anything and speaking of that right next to it is the phones dial so you can choose the volume of the headphones plugged in at the back above that is a couple LED indicators which indicate the volume of the device that is being recorded or just being inputted in general okay now looking at the back or the back side of it the inputs start at, are at the start which is the microphone then the guitar then the auxiliary then the output start or well, input and output for the USB because that's the next one then it is just the outputs on the like the remaining ones so just output and phones so it's quite good but that's this device is actually pretty good in regards to recording at 96 kilohertz it's actually like a really clear sound you're getting on there as compared to my old well it's not that old but it's a Yamaha mixer that records at 44.1 kilohertz at 16 bits yeah and this device is a maximum of 24 bits 96 kilohertz which compared to the Yamaha it's a huge improvement I must say well yeah but that that was that's just the pro of this now if you must think there would have to be a cons there actually is and it is quite annoying for me but there is a problem with the driver I've been having on this device it's that it just won't let me use it at all on the computer I can't like you can't hear anything coming out but I figured out if I just keep reinstalling the driver it will work or oh, so it seems right now I think I've got to a conclusion of how I could possibly fix this so if you're new and you haven't actually dealt with one of these this is probably 
not the best starting device, seeing how that is the con. But in regards to price, this is... I bought it on sale. It was about the same price as the Yamaha Audiogram 3. But comparing comparably, they're actually both alright, but this one is better at recording quality. Now, the software included is... First of all, the driver. It is not a plug-and-play device. You actually have to install the driver, as I said before. But that's not the only thing to install. There's also a, or digital, like a digital audio workstation software that it comes with. If you don't already have something like Cubase or Sonar or Cakewalk, something like that. Speaking of that, Cakewalk is included with Sonar LE, which I think means light edition. So Sonar X1 LE. And that is a pretty alright program. I've been using Cubase mainly. But for this device, I've just been using Sonar because it's the most compatible with it. And I have a little bit of problem with Cubase as it was lagging when it was recording, which isn't very accurate. So yeah, it's 24-bit recording on here at 96 kilohertz right now. So I'm pretty happy about that. And I would recommend this device as something as being a good audio capturing device for the computer. So it should generally be compatible with any other DAWs. But at the moment I'm just saying that Sonar is probably the best one to use with it as it even just came with it. So yeah. Well, I guess that might be all for now. So... That's that's pretty much all you need to know about this. This is a pretty good product, so I would recommend it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I am Gouldy, and that's Ben's The Door 95 Podcast. Thanks, everyone.